Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome, everyone, to today's edition of Calvary Live as we start another work week. So glad that you have joined us. And so you heard that number. You can call in to the program. This is Calvary Live where you can call in and ask questions and give your prayer requests, and we'd love for you to be able to do that. So 303-690-3000 is the call-in number and we invite you to call in if you're listening on Grace FM in Colorado, uh, where Calvary Live originates out of uh, Grace FM in Aurora, Colorado. We know that uh, the listening area is large all along the Front Range into southern Wyoming. You're listening live today on this Monday, and and so I pray you're doing well as you're coming home uh, from work, maybe picking up kids from school. School has started. Uh, maybe perhaps uh, you're at work, have finishing up, whatever the case may be, we invite you to call in at 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. As soon as the phone lines begin to ring, uh, we will go to the phone lines, and that really is the heart of this show, for you to call in for us to have a discussion. Uh, maybe you got a question about uh, the Bible. Maybe you uh, want to uh, know how it is as Christians we respond to certain things that we see going on around us. Uh, maybe you're wondering uh, about, um, you know, our worldview on certain topics. So give me a call, 303-690-3000. Love to be able to just talk with you, pray with you if you got prayer requests. There's a lot of things to pray for. As I, I think about today, uh, in some of our listening area, uh, even on Freedom Radio, we welcome you that are listening on Hope FM, Truth FM as well, Freedom Radio across the nation. Uh, on Hope FM, there's uh, been that Hurricane Henry that hit up in the in the specific uh, uh, the northeast part of the country, and uh, some flooding though in New Jersey, and uh, lots of rain, and that was a concern. And we had flooding in uh, Tennessee, just near Nashville, and I know there's some of you listening in, perhaps from Nashville, on Freedom Radio, uh, 22 killed so far, uh, several are missing, uh, and so we just want to pray. Devastating floods that took place over the weekend, and, and just a lot to pray about uh, what's going on in Afghanistan, uh, the relief efforts in Haiti. We need to be a people that are praying, and prayer makes a difference. So give me a call if you got a prayer request. Uh, we'd love to pray with you. If you got a question, love to talk with you and take you to the Word of God. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. And my name is Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley in Greeley, Colorado. And I'm with you usually on Mondays and Tuesdays. And I'd love to just uh, be able to to talk to you about the things that are important to you. So we got listeners online as well, all throughout the country. Uh, love to be able to uh, be able to talk to you as well. Anywhere in the country, that number works. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number, and then there's another way for you to be able to ask a question 
or give a prayer request, and that is through a dedicated text line. And that number is different, 720-336-0897. So you who are new to listening to Calvary Live, I would encourage you put those uh, numbers in your contact, and then you can just pull it up and you can text us. Be safe when you text with that text number, or you can just give us a call at 303-690-3000. Looking forward to what the Lord has for us. The hour goes by quick, so grab one of those open lines uh, early And let's see what the Lord has for us. I just want to read to you from Psalm 5. But let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. And let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor you will surround him with the shield. And I love that psalm from David uh, as he writes that. uh, He starts the psalm by saying, Give ear to my words, O Lord, and consider my meditation. Give heed to the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for to you I will pray, and my voice you shall hear in the morning, uh, O Lord, and in the morning I will direct it to you and I will look up. There's an old um, contemporary song. Uh, I remember when I first got saved and and uh, started going to Calvary Chapel, they would sing that song out of that psalm, and it's just a wonderful psalm. We want to encourage you, and the Lord desires for us to have joy in our lives as we look to Him, as we trust in Him, even in the difficulties, even in the trials. We are blessed as God's people because we have a living hope through Jesus Christ, who is our Savior, the Savior of the world, and He has a wonderful plan for us. His promises are true to us, and we can rest in this love. And so there's reasons right there to rejoice couple open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Grab one of those open lines, and then the text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to um, Annalis in Parker. Annalis? That is not how you say it, but I love that you tried. Um, (laughs) That's Annalise. (laughs) It was a valiant effort. Okay. Um, But my question is... Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you for having me. Um, my question is, and if you could, I know it's a broad question, but if you could briefly describe the differences between uh, Catholicism and non-denominational Christianity, that would really help me guide my my belief, because I was raised Catholic, and I'm now listening to your radio station and feeling like this is what I really need to be around, this is what I need to hear. And I just want to know, yeah. like, what's different? What's better about non-denominational than Catholicism, you know? Yeah, and Annalise, I appreciate you calling and asking that question. You know, I was raised Catholic as well, and uh, I went to the Catholic Church up until through my college years, and I remember that my sister, and this was back in the late 70s and early 80s, invited me to a, a church called Calvary Chapel, and and. I remember going there, and I had never had the Word of God opened up like that, and it just hit me right between the eyes. I mean, it's so true what the book of Hebrews says, that the Word of God is alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing the heart, and it does, and the Word of God is alive. And I remember thinking, oh, this is this is incredible, and I was so hungry for the Word of God. I think the big thing with Calvary Chapel, the emphasis is the teaching of the Word of God, going through the books of the Bible, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, from Genesis to Revelation. And 
growing up in the Catholic Church, there was a lot of tradition, a lot of religious traditions, a lot of you know um, things that were a part of the Catholic Church that aren't really a part of of our Christian walk or aren't in the Bible, like praying the saints, uh, Mary is a co-redemptor, mystical kinds of things. So I was so blessed to be able to go to Calvary Chapel to be able to sort things through and to really know what truth was because I was hungry for truth. And here at Calvary Chapel in Greeley, there's a lot of people that are here that have a background of going to the Catholic Church or going to a church perhaps that has really kind of gotten away from the Word of God, and that's the difference, the main difference. It isn't that we're better than anybody else or more holy before the Lord than anybody else, but there is a a a focus on and a priority of the Word of God, which we need today, because it's not just the Catholic Church, but churches that have gone progressive theology, those who are involved in maybe perhaps the prosperity you know, gospel, uh, those things that we don't find in the Scriptures, those things that, that really have nothing to do with our relationship with the Lord, with salvation, um, and we can sort out truth. You know, I grew up for a long time thinking that there was a purgatory, you know, in the Catholic Church. The Bible doesn't talk about a purgatory at all. Um, there's a heaven and there's a hell. So it's things like that um, that really make the difference um, in focusing on the Word of God and to realize that there's only really, well, there is only one church that the Bible speaks of, and one church is those who are believers in Jesus Christ. Yeah. Does that help, okay. Annalise? That, yeah. That's exactly it, what I was looking for. That was perfect. And I'm really finding that Every time I go to the Catholic Church, it's like there's a fog over my eyes and I can't see. Then I go to a church where they focus on the Bible. Um, I've been interested in going to Calvary, and, and I just see that it's just so clear. And I completely yep. understand, and that's what I've been hungry for, you know? Yeah, so, absolutely. Thank you so much, and, Pastor. That, that's perfect for me. That helps me a lot. You bet. And Annalise, you keep listening. Keep growing in the Word of God, and it's amazing. And um, and you're going to see your soul being fed. So I appreciate you calling. Call anytime, yeah. okay? Thank you. Thank you for having me. You bet. Absolutely. I want to tell Annalise there is a Calvary Chapel uh, in Parker, and um, I don't know if, if you've been to it, Annalise, if you're still listening, um, but I want to throw that out at you. My friend, uh, Jason Vanderveer, um, he's a great, great Bible teacher. He's been there for a lot of years. Easy to find right off Parker Road. You can check it out, Calvary Chapel Parker, and uh, he will make sure that you're fed and you're ministered to. So just wanted to throw that out. CalvaryChapelParker.com is what you can look up. Hey, got a couple open lines, 303-690-3000. Maybe you're new to listening to Grace FM, or maybe you're new to listening to Christian Radio, uh, to Calvary Live. And what we are hearing and what we are seeing is a lot of people are so hungry for the Word of God. And I think people want to be discerning. They want to be wise. They want to know what truth is because there is so many voices that are out there flooding the radio, flooding social media, uh, so many voices on the news channels, uh, all this stuff. And it's wonderful to be able to open up our Bibles. It is truth given to us, God-breathed, put to the page, from Genesis to Revelation, and it is alive. And And I want to encourage all of us that are listening right now, and I know that you know this, 
but be studying the Word of God. Be in the Word of God to grow you, and it's going to grow your faith because faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. It is something that we really need. Hey, open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Let me give you that text line again, 720-336-0897. This is Calvary Live with Pastor Jeff Figgs of Calvary Greeley in Northern Colorado, and just love to talk to you, so keep the phone calls coming. Let's, in the meantime, go to Judah and Brighton. Hey, Judah. Pastor, good afternoon. How um, are you? So I was calling with a question about, uh, I'm trying to change some of my vernacular, and when appropriate, rather than saying something like, oh, that was lucky, realize that, Oftentimes it's a blessing from the Lord, and, and saying instead of, oh, I, I was lucky in that, saying, oh, I was so blessed. But as I was thinking about this and kind of praying on it, um, other things came to mind, too. Like, there there must be, or I, I, there, I, I seem to think that there's times when it probably is appropriate to say, like, that was lucky. And one example that came to mind is, like, Let's say you're playing a video game and you score a, a winning goal at the last second. I mean, that's that's the time when you might say, like, oh, that was lucky. Am I mistaken? Well, yeah, and, and I know what you, you're saying. I remember one time that it was a little while back, and somebody had prayed, can you pray for our son's, you know, baseball game or something? And so we prayed, and then— um, I remember saying, hey, uh, good luck. And and I kind of caught myself when I said that. I think that as Christians that we know overall that what happens in life, and as we go to the Lord, you know, uh, that luck isn't involved, that the Lord's hand is on us. But what you said, that as you play a video game and maybe perhaps, you know, you you hit the right button or, you know, whatever the case may be, you can say, you know, that, oh, that was lucky. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong in that. I think the main thing to keep in mind, Judah, is that as we're praying for people, as people are talking about what happened to them in life, circumstances, that as a Christian, really luck isn't involved. I believe the Lord wants us to be involved. The Lord wants to bless us, and he wants to be involved in every area of our life, working in every area of our life. And um, it isn't about luck or being fortunate or uh, who, you know, um, those kinds of things. But, Lord, I trust you. I look to you. And and I don't think we have to overthink it. But just um, when it comes to me, I know it's not about luck. I know it's not just being, you know, hope fortunate circumstances happen. But it's about trusting him and resting in his love and just leaving it at that agree with you. And I guess that that was kind of where my question kind of spawned from is like the differentiation between, as you said, what's going on in somebody's life. That's something that the Lord is involved in and luck has nothing to do with it. And and so this is another interesting thing, though, that gives me a little bit of a hang up is I know that the Lord is involved in every aspect of our lives. But to the extent that, like our suggestion or like our example, that me hitting the right button at the right time is a blessing, or was that just luck? Do you, do you follow me? <laughs> yeah, I, I do follow you, and you know, it's it's like, um, 
you know, those kinds of things, I think, again, you can start to overthink it and everything. Um, sure. You know, we're, we're not robots, you know, where the Lord is, you know, uh, up there with, you know, we're puppets on strings and stuff. Um, but he does care about every area of our lives. You know, he desires to direct us and guide us. And, you know, he is sovereign over us. And as we allow him to work, and I just kind of leave it at that. I don't worry about the little details about if I, you know, avoid it stubbing my toes. I do think he works in areas like um, there was just last month. I remember we were on vacation and I almost pulled out in front of somebody. Uh, it was kind of scary and they just barely missed me. And I believe the Lord was in that. I believe that he was merciful and he protected us, me and my wife, from getting in a car accident. Um, but when it comes to, you know, when I shoot a basket, if I make it, is that the Lord? Uh, not necessarily. Um, but um, I do believe that uh, he does care about us and he does direct us and guide us, probably in areas that we don't even realize at times. Um, sure. And, you know, and I just kind of leave it at that, and I'm thankful for that and trust him for that as well. All right, so my takeaway is uh, stop overthinking it. yeah yeah and be thankful for it is is another way to look at it too just be thankful lord you know here's my day you know and sometimes he directs us in ways i don't think we really understand fully um and just the timing of things and things like that divine appointments that we have with people and just being open to the leading of the lord in that area but don't overthink it when it comes to playing a video game or you know, shooting baskets or, or whatever the case may be. So, but good question, gotcha. Judah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for your time. Take care. You too. Call anytime. Bye. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. So we got all open lines right now. Love to talk with you. And maybe you got a question. Maybe you're just wondering about some things. Uh, there's no question that is, you know, you're thinking, well, you know, maybe I shouldn't ask this because probably other people are wondering the same thing. So give me a call and we'd love to just encourage you and and go to the Word of God, encourage you in the things of the Lord. We've got all open lines. So 303-690-3000 is the number to call. We want to con- uh, pray for a couple of things while we got some uh, time and we're waiting for the uh, text line two. Don't forget the text line because we can fill in time on the text line seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven. But I know that um, many of the colleges up here in Greeley is the University of Northern Colorado, and there's um, I call them kids. They're not kids. They're young adults now that from our church that are going there um, that have moved to Greeley. Uh, we invite you to come out and see us. And um, and um, we uh, want to pray for those who are on the college campuses and have started school. I know that in Denver, that you guys start school, and wherever you're listening from, perhaps that you have started uh, school as well. And there are challenging times, and I know there's a lot of debate and and all that going on about um, how they're opening up. But let's pray for the kids and let's pray for the teachers. Lord, we do pray uh, for the um, kids that are heading back to school, whether it's elementary, uh, whether it's middle school, high school, the college campuses, Lord, uh, whether it's private school, public school, 
those who are homeschooling, we just pray for a good year. The kids have gone through so much in this last year and a half and um, not being able to gather. So, Lord, we pray for a smooth transition in the schools, that the teachers would be able to teach. I just pray for those who are Christians in the schools, in the universities. I'm very thankful the teachers that go to our church and even professors uh, that are teaching um, up at UNC to be a light. And, Lord, I just pray that you bless them, um, just encourage them, um, Lord, just to give them wisdom. Pray for the teachers that during this time that you would help them to teach the kids. Be with the parents as well as we maneuver through all these things. We pray for a good school year, and, Lord, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So 303-690-3000, I think we got an open line, but let's go to Jeff in New Orleans. Hi, Jeff. Jeff, you there? Jeff from New Orleans. Okay. Let's see. He's gone. So let's go to Wani in Strasburg. Hi, dear Wani. Um, How are you? I'm getting older over a summer cold, so my voice uh, is a little. But anyway, um, good yeah. to hear your voice again. Yeah. There's yeah. an urge. I, I guess all prayer requests are urgent, so I shouldn't say that. But I work yeah. with a young man who is intellectually disabled, and routine and structure for him is so important. And um, Sunday, his parents were returning from Indiana, where they took another son for a job at a university out there. And um, Royce, who's in his early 60s, um, had a very severe health issue. And at first, they thought he might not survive. It was his, They thought it was his heart. It's not his heart. It's his kidneys. So last night, they put him on dialysis for 24 hours to try and get all the toxins out of his body. But um, it's just, yeah. you know. And, of course, the family are all very faithful and the Lord. And so our prayer, you know, some plus, not my will, but yeah. your will be done. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, Father, we pray for this individual as he's uh, in the hospital and, and Lord, uh, um, with kidney issues and health problems and uh, dialysis and, and very serious. And we just lift him up to you. You know who he is. And, and Lord, as he's in a hospital in Nebraska, we pray for your hand to be upon him for healing, for comfort, to be with the family. And Lord, we just pray for this um, whole situation. You care for him. Lord, be with the doctors and the nurses that are treating him. We pray for you, Lord, to minister to the whole family and to the medical staff, and that wisdom would be used. But Lord, overall, you're the great physician. You, you're the one that we come to and ask for your intervention, for your healing, and Lord's strength to be given to everyone involved, and particularly the one here, this man who is sick and going through these issues. And so, Lord, we just lift them up to you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you so hey, much, dear one. You, thank you so much. You, you bet. God bless you. And we'll be praying, okay? Oh, thank you. Okay. 303-690-3000. God cares about us as we find ourselves being sick or, you know, uh, troubled or whatever it is. So we'd love to pray with you. Hey, let's go back to Jeff in New Orleans. Jeff? 
Let's see. Jeff, are you there? New Orleans? Okay, there's nothing. So, Jeff, if in, um, we'll keep trying. He was back and we lost him, but let's go ahead and go to Rudy in Denver. Hi, Rudy. Hi, Pastor. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. I'm good. So, I have a quick question about uh, this. Uh, I don't know the kind. I know we, I've called before on the gift of talking in tongues. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've. I've I've, uh, you know, I read on it, and I feel like I don't have the gift. So the pressure's not on me, but I see there's a guy who leads the the men's Bible study at our church on Thursdays. And um, the majority of the people, the men there, say they talk in tongues, you know, and it's, uh, I, I think it's a wonderful thing to have that gift. Um, but the push on uh, a couple individuals that I see, this guy who leads the Bible study, the awesome guy, I mean, has very yeah. good energy about sure. the Lord and you know uh you know teaching the Bible study. He's good, he's interesting, but just that push when he calls a guy out, you know, when we pray before we leave and he touches him and he tells him, You are going to talk in tongues. You are going to talk in tongues. I'm giving you this you know, I'm yeah. giving you this gift. You're good we're we're done with this messing around stuff. You are going to talk in tongues as I see it in you. And then I see the individual not in Bible study are in church on Sunday. Is it is that too is it kind of is he pushing too hard? Is pushing it, too hard. If if he's saying, I, I know you're going to speak in tongues, and you know Rudy the scriptures, you know, you've read it. As Paul talks about the spiritual gifts in First Corinthians chapter twelve, he says that the Holy Spirit, that the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills, not as the pastor wills. So I never did like, I I don't think it's biblical for somebody who, you know, if somebody comes up and prays, I want this gift, there's nothing wrong with that um, at all. But to try to force it on them and just, you know, you're going to speak in tongues, that's not up to the individual praying for them. They can go to the Lord. It's up to the Holy Spirit. So to try to force it and make it happen has always left a bad taste in my mouth because I've seen it happen before. But what should be pushed, and, and I was listening to you, Rudy, that you know he's trying to push it. I know you're going to do it. Paul, at the end of that chapter, he says, but earnestly desire the best gifts, and yet I show you a more excellent way. If there's anything that should be pushed, it's loving. And he goes on and he talks about, you know, I could speak with tongues of men and angels, but I have not love. I became a sounding, uh, sounding brass. So a lot of us are familiar with that. So what should be emphasized you know, is loving and and the agape love of God being worked out in our lives. But when it comes to the spiritual gifts, there's nothing wrong in praying, uh, praying for those spiritual gifts, asking somebody to pray, but it is ultimately the Holy Spirit that distributes, you know, to each one individually as he wills. And, and Paul, you know, the, the text, he says, do all have the gifts of healings? Do all speak with tongues? Do all in- interpret? The answer is, you know, of course, is no. Not all have that because um, the Holy Spirit will give those gifts as he wills sovereignly, and we don't have to push it, we don't have to manipulate it, and we don't have to make people feel bad because I've I've seen so many people that have just walked away and they're so discouraged. They're thinking, I'm a second-rate Christian. You know, maybe I'm not saved. Uh, And... Um, you know, there's even some circles, I'm not saying this is in your case, in your Bible study, that say that you're, you're not, you know, saved unless you speak in tongues, or 
that you don't have the Holy Spirit because you don't speak in tongues, and that's not biblical. And not everybody's going to speak in tongues. So there's nothing wrong in asking about it, but when it starts to manipulate and starts to push it on people, then that's going to be on the, the boundaries of Scripture. All right? Yeah, yeah and the exact word that you have said, you know, is that you said First Corinthians chapter 12. Chapter 12, read that, verse 11 I read to you, and then the last couple of verses as well. I read to you and look at that, and you'll see that um, we, we, you know, we trust Him to giving us those spiritual gifts. Hey, Rudy, we got music. Thanks for calling. Always great to hear from you. Got open lines, so give me a call 303 690 3000. We're going to be right back in just a moment. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Biggs in Greeley, Colorado, and I'm here with you to answer your questions and to pray with you, with uh, you calling in or texting with the prayer request. You just heard those two numbers. Let me repeat them once again. The call-in number is 303-690-3000. We got a couple open lines. The text line is 720-336-0897, and I don't see any texts. So um, text me, text me, and text me a question or uh, a prayer request, and I'd love to take it, and I'd love, um, as we fill in time, to be able to to use that way to be able to communicate. Welcome everyone who's listening, whether you're listening on Grace FM, you're listening live on this Monday, and we start a new week, and we're ending August, not too uh, far away, and when we'll enter into September, the year goes by so fast, and uh, I know kids are going back to school, and so I pray that you're doing well, you're juggling all the schedules and everything, and I'd love for you to be able to take the time to call us. And we welcome everyone who's listening on Hope and Truth and Freedom FM Radio Networks. You guys on Freedom Radio Network, this is new to you. A couple of weeks we've been broadcasting to you. So I'd love to hear from you. And we've received calls from, or at least I have, hosting on Monday and Tuesday from Atlanta and Florida and New Orleans. We're going to go to New Orleans in just a moment here. But just encourage you, give us a call. Love to hear from you. Let us know you're listening to us. We're praying for you guys. We're so glad to be a part of your lives. Just keep in mind, if you're listening to Other Than Grace FM, you are a week delayed. You're a week delayed, um, so you get to call in. We'll have a conversation, but then next week you get to listen to the broadcast on Freedom, Hope, Truth FM, any other low-power station that may be ca uh, carrying Calvary Live. But it's just a wonderful way for us to come together technology and Though there are those who are on the Grace FM website that are listening internationally, and people will listen from all over the world uh, to us. So we're so glad technology connects us together. But we are going to go back to New Orleans. Let's try Jeff again. Jeff? I'm here. How are you? Yeah, You're on Calvary Live. Yeah, thanks uh, for great. calling. I uh, just uh, was thinking, you were talking about that, that girl was talking about her grandmother, and then before your commercial break, the last guy I was talking about uh, not feeling good and uh, a little problem. 
I don't know. I just, so my thoughts just wander, but I keep thinking most time, most people that I talk to that are having trouble in their relationship with God, it's because they're not considering their vanity. In other words, I cried to you, God, you didn't help me out right away. And they're not being patient. And we're to serve God. God doesn't serve man. So a lot of times it's that you have to be patient and trust that the Lord will, will take care of you. But, you know, you can't go demanding to him. And, uh, you know. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's a number of reasons why, Jeff, that people struggle with their relationship with the Lord. But, you know, one of the things that we have done here at Calvary Greeley is going through the scriptures, and we're going through that section um, there in the Old Testament where the nation, you know, was really um, spiritually had uh, had uh, drifted away from the Lord, had forsaken the Lord. There was a number of reasons because they were involved in idol worship. They were involved in sin. But as we talk about... Um, being close to the Lord, and I'd like to focus on that. The real key is that we are in the Word of God and that we have a heart for the Lord. We have a heart to follow after Him, and it's a work of the Spirit. It's a work of the Spirit in our lives and saying, Lord, I want to hear from you. I want to know you. I want to follow you all the days of my life, and to do that daily, day by day, and living in His grace and living in His love and desiring to just grow mature and a real key is the Word of God, because if we get away from the Word of God and we give our hearts to others, having a divided heart, you know, and uh, pursuing the things of the world, then we're going to have problems spiritually, and we're not going to be close to the Lord. So I appreciate you calling. Good to hear from you from New Orleans, Jeff. Uh, give us a call, you know, when you can. And uh, those of you, again, on Freedom Radio, love to hear from you guys. But let's go to Stephanie in New Jersey. Stephanie? Yes, good evening. Hi. I'm, hi, I'm calling in for, for prayer for my daughter, who is 24 years old, and she's suffering from PTSD from the military. Oh, I am so sorry. So uh, we'll certainly pray, and it is a very real thing. <laughs> and we're, we're going to pray for God's comfort. Um and we're going to pray that God just, you know, just brings healing to her mind and stuff. And um, and for all those, you know, who are dealing with that, being in the military or in law enforcement or whatever the case may be. So, Lord, we pray. Stephanie calls. I can tell just a brokenhearted mom for her daughter. We are thankful for her service to our nation. But there are, there are just there are difficulties that come with it. And soldiers... Um, we're grateful for those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice for freedoms, their service, those who get wounded physically, um, but, Lord, those who get wounded mentally. And so, Lord, we pray for her PTSD. We pray for her daughter, that you bring comfort that she needs, healing to her mind. Lord, that um, as she struggles with this, that, Lord, that you would intervene and give her peace and, Lord, just give her joy, and, Lord, just bring healing to her. And those things, you know exactly, you're, you're Almighty God. There's no area of our lives where you can't minister to, bring healing to, comfort to, strength. We ask that for her. I pray for Stephanie. You help her minister to her daughter. And, Lord, just um, give her the words to say. 
And Lord, that there be others, and particularly Christians, that are there to support her daughter, to be there to pray for her and encourage her any way that they can. And we just lift her up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. His name, amen. Thank you so much. You bet, Stephanie. Thank you for calling. We're going to be praying for your daughter, okay? Thank you very much. Okay. God bless you. God bless you, too. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Thornton and Desiree. Desiree? Hi. Hi, Pastor. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm good. I'm... You What's that? pray for our family, you know. Yeah. After my mom passed away, let's think seven years, and the family broke up. Really, this relationship between sisters, there's five sisters, seven brothers, and it's ugly, it's bad. And there's yeah. well, all of us sisters are, but sisters, I just understand how call yourself a woman of God and you have so much um, bitterness and don't want to make peace. And I pray, I pray if you, you know, I pray to the Lord and I ask for to soften. And then I have uh, nephews that like have so much animosity towards each other and yeah. I, well, that's too bad, Desiree. You know, we're going to pray for your family, and it's hard when there's relationships in the family that are strained and severed like what you're describing. So, Father, I pray for peace in her family. I just pray that you would be with, as she names a lot of them, and there's um, just tension, there's fighting, there's disrespect. Lord, that you would intervene. But, Lord, Desiree, I just pray that you would help her to just bring words of of wisdom and words of encouragement. We pray that you would just, you're the one that, Lord, desires to bring peace or understanding and clarity that is needed um, with this family. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would work, be with Desiree, just help her, because she's heartbroken over it. Give her wisdom to be able to give just words of encouragement and words of truth and words of wisdom to her family We pray that you would work to where they would be drawn to you because you're the one that is the answer. You're the one that can bring peace into this situation. And we just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Amen. You bet, Desiree. God bless you. We'll be praying. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line 720-336-0897. It is hard when there's, there's difficulties and problems in families, and we need to be in prayer. We need to be in prayer and praying, and and uh, it's just hard when those relationships are strained or even severed. Um, we are going to go to Colorado Springs, where Shelly's on line one. Hi, Shelly. Hello. How are you, Pastor Jeff? Good. How are you? Good, thank you. I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. I was talking with some ladies this morning, and we, what, what got this started was 
I said that the Bible was an, the infallible Word of God. And it blew up into a thing where they said that we're supposed to focus on God and what God did for us, because I said, if you don't have Jesus Christ, that is the only way for us to go to heaven. Like, we have to believe and accept what Jesus did for us on the cross. And they were like, Uh that is so wrong. They said, you have to focus on what God did. God provided Jesus, but what he did wasn't, that's not important, and that his name isn't even Jesus. And I said, I know it's Yeshua. But the thing is, is I was like, and then they were calling me a Calvinist or something, and (laughs) I got so confused with this. I was like, what in the heck? And then they were talking about that there's other books of the Bible. That's why it's not the infallible Word of God. So I know I'm all over the place with this, but I guess my question (laughs) is, is Jesus is the only way, right? Yes. He would say in that upper room, and you might want to read John chapter 14, you might want to read the whole book of John, uh, yes. because he, he makes this statements of deity, but he says that I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. And when he said that, he didn't say, I am a way. He didn't say he was a truth. He said, I am definite article, that I am the way, singularly, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He would say to the religious leaders in John's Gospel that if you do not believe that I am he, then you will die in your sins. I think the thing to focus on with them is that the Word of God is infallible. That it's not only infallible, it is inspired. Um, it is inerrant. It is... Um, God breathed, put to the page, and all Scripture is inspired by God. Paul writes in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, and it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, from Genesis 1-1 to Revelation 22-21. There are no other books of the Bible. The 66 books make enough the canon of Scripture. Now, we know that in the Catholic Church that there are those, the Apocrypha, that try to add um, books of the Bible, but they were rejected by early church leaders and when the canon of Scripture was put together because they weren't historically accurate. There were some other problems with it as well. But we have the Word of God that is infallible, inspired, God-breathed is what it means, put to the page, inerrant, that we can trust it. It is truth. Now, there are those you hear sometimes in the church that say, Well, you know, the Bible um, contains truth. No, it doesn't contain truth. Uh, If you ever hear anybody say that, then there's a problem there. The Bible is truth, and Jesus is the way. If anyone says that Jesus is a way, there's a problem there. He is the Savior. Matter of fact, I was just teaching out of Hosea that was talking about God pleading with the nation, saying that I am your Savior. There is no other. Isaiah says the same thing. Jesus is our Savior. Now, when they, you know, say you're a Calvinist, you can ask them, what do you mean by that? That's another discussion. But you stay to, true to the Scriptures and what the Scripture has to say and sh- try to show them. Here's the thing, you know, Shelley. When people, um, you know, when you read the Gospels, the religious leaders would come and try to pack, you know, back Jesus up in a corner 
taking these spiritual jabs at him, asking him these difficult questions, you know, making these comments. But the way that Jesus responded was he took him to the Word of God. He took him to the Scriptures. He said, have you not read? Or it is written. And he would quote the Scriptures. And that's what you do, Shelley. That's the best way to combat the comments that are said that, you know, show me in the Scriptures, you know, or don't you know it? And you stick to the Scriptures and show them. And that's the best weapon that you have, the sword of the Spirit. Yeah, that is so true. It's it's important because, you know, you can argue with them, but it's like just give them the Word of God and then let the Word of God do its work in, in touching their hearts. But you stick to the truth of, here's the truth. Jesus said, I am the way. There's no other way. And he proved it by rising from the grave. <clears throat> and he validated what he did on the cross of Calvary. Yeah, and that's a very important. I mean, I I've been saved since I was a child, and this is the thing. This is what I have learned, and this is the way that it was taught. And I was like, "What are you talking about? That didn't make sense to me." How they, you know what I mean? What they were saying, and I was like, "Yes, of course." We focus. We know that God provided Jesus. You know, Jesus was there in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Jesus is well, God. Jesus, and Jesus like, oh, is God. Yeah, he's, you know, and they were like, he, no. And you can you can help him with that, that Jesus claimed to be God. He's the second person of the Trinity. Sometimes people don't understand that. They don't understand the divinity of Jesus, that he is divine, he's eternal, that he is the second person of the Godhead, that he's equal with the Father. Help them to understand that um, and that the Father so loved the world you know, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. So those are things that you can walk them through in the scriptures and help them that, you know, Jesus is Lord. And the time's going to come where Philippians chapter 2 says that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And that, you know, he is the one, all judgment's been given to him. So, you know, he's the one that is our Savior. So those are things that you can talk to them about and bring before them with the Scriptures. That's, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, and yeah, then you let me know how it's going. Okay? Oh, and Pastor Jeff, before, before I go, can we just pray real quick, just that God will mm-hmm. give me a calming spirit, because in the morning, I'm safe. I work for them. <laughs> so in the morning, this is going to come up again, and or something very similar. Would you just, can we just ask God, and will you agree yes. with me to ask God to calm my spirit and bring these scriptures that God has given me all this time? I've, I I know the scripture. Just give me those yeah. words through the Holy Spirit yeah. to just say the yeah. right Yeah, and I, and I want to give you a scripture concerning this, because people have called and they they've said, you know, I, I you know, with dealing with people, I, I you know get frustrated, I get upset, I get angry, and I want to read to you from Psalm four, verse four. David writes this psalm, and he writes, "Be angry and do not sin." Now Paul takes that and he puts that in the book of Ephesians, in chapter five. But be angry and do not sin. Meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. And so that's, I think, a verse that is appropriate for you. Psalm 4, verse 4 and 5. 
just you be one that you just meditate on, you know, your bed in your heart, um, you know, the things of the Lord and just offer the sacrifices of righteousness. Be angry and do not sin, you know, and just let them know that, listen, I'm going to give you truth and the Lord loves you. And just keep giving that to them and let the Bible do its work, the word of God in their hearts. So, Father, I pray for Shelley. I just pray that as she goes to work and she talks to her coworkers, that it be just a peaceable speech. Um, Lord, season with grace, with the word of God, the sword of the spirit, and let the word of God do its work in the hearts of her coworkers. And Lord, I just pray it wouldn't turn to where it's just debates and arguments and endless discussions, but that she would present the truth and then allow the Holy Spirit to minister to the hearts of those who are listening. So I just pray you give Shelly a peace, give her wisdom, give her the verses that she needs to share with them, and Lord, just prepare her heart as she meditates on your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Jeff. You bet, Shelly. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Bye-bye. You bet. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720 720- Three three six zero eight nine seven. We got a couple open lines. Let's go to David in Parkville, Maryland. Hey, David, Pastor you're on Jeff, how are Live. you? I'm good. How are you? How can we pray for good. you? Uh, I came to. I've called him before. I uh, came to the Lord about 13 years ago, give or take. Uh, when I was in jail, I'm combat vet, suffer from PTSD. Um, been walking with the Lord ever since. Got married. Uh, married a Christian woman. Uh, met her family. Her uncle is a pastor, and you know she, you know, professed Christ. Uh, we started going to our church, but she's sort of fallen away from going to church. Uh, my wife is taking care of her invalid mother who lives with us. Uh, we have four kids. We're a blended family, and uh, tensions are tight. And I'm trying to get her to come back to church and to, you know, get involved and to have the older kids. Step up, help out more around the house, taking care of, you know, the mother-in-law, their grandmother, uh, getting my wife back to church and these things. We sit, we, you know, listen to the gospel, listen to sermons, et cetera, together. But um, trying to get her to come back to get more diving into the Word so she doesn't totally backslide. And because, you know, I know the Lord says that if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And one of them is to not forsake the assembly of God. And there are ways that this can be done, but she feels that she's the only one that can take care of her mom, and there's no real family around for her to get assistance other than the immediate family. And I would like prayers for my wife. And I called in to ask a question, but the gentleman who took the uh, answer to phone answered the question, and it was kind of interesting, too. (laughs) That's wonderful. You know, we're going to pray, David. Those are all challenges that a lot of families have. I know for me, I have an elderly mom that um, she has dementia, and it's, you know, becoming more severe, and it's, you know, a lot of work. So, you know, encourage your wife in that because she's going to need that encouragement. Um, and what she's doing is honorable before the Lord, but also encourage her, her as well as you talk to her. But you need time to be in fellowship. You need time to be around people that are going to encourage you and and um, and help you. So, David, be very encouraging to the, to her and to 
the kids and saying, hey, we're family coming together to help with grandma, to be able to help mom out as much as possible because it is very, very taxing. And for those of you who are out there taking care of elderly parents, you know, God bless you. It's a lot of energy and it's um, it's honorable before God. That's what I want you to remember. It's honorable before God. It is good in the sight of God. Uh, and it takes a lot of energy. And not only because you spend so much time taking care of your parent, or maybe it's a child. Um, maybe it's, you know, somebody with um, disabilities or whatever it is that it takes a lot of energy. And God bless you. And uh, but to also know that uh, you need to be encouraged and you need to be in fellowship as much as you can and to be prayed for and blessed in that way. So, Father, I just pray for David. I thank you for the work that you've done in his life um, and bringing him through um, his service. We thank you for his service um, that he had for our nation and um, for the PTSD that you've helped him through, continue to be with him. And, Lord, to be a leader that you've called him to be, he's desiring to do that and leading his wife and his children. And, Lord, we just pray that he would be encouragement to his wife to help her, Lord, that she would, uh, Lord, have the strength to be able to take care of her elderly mom. But, Lord, I pray that she would also realize that she needs to be encouraged in every way. And, Lord, you're the one that brings that through your people, through your word. And so, Lord, I pray you give David wisdom in doing that. Um, And, Lord, the rest of the family to come to the word, to come together in you, um, and Lord, just just be with this family. Uh, we need you. You put the family unit together. And uh, so I thank you for the work that you are doing. I pray that um, they would come together as you do that work and drawing them to you, to your word, to bring strength, peace, clarity, understanding, and, and roles that need to be done. And Lord, be with David as he desires to be the godly man that you called him to be in husband and father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you very much, Pastor Jeff. It was a pleasure once again to talk to you, and your show is a blessing. Thank you. Thank you, David. I'll be praying for you, and and you keep praying. The Lord's going to work. I just, yeah. And yeah, the Lord I do, has I do a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of praying in my church comes yes, alongside me as much as Good. possible, but getting my wife to, you know, ease up and say, you know, yeah. accept help. That's the yeah. thing. She needs to accept the help yes. instead of trying to be superwoman. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. David, we'll be praying. I appreciate you calling. Call back anytime for prayer. All right, sir. You have a blessed day. You too. It is hard taking care of family and elderly parents or, you know, somebody who has special needs or anything like that. And uh, again, I just want to encourage you that those of you who are doing that and find yourself in that situation, God bless you. It's honorable before the Lord, and um, and um, you know, and a lot of energy, a lot of time goes into it, but a lot of love. Your labor of love, the Lord sees and He remembers it. Listen, and He's going to reward you for it. He's going to bless you for that. And I just want to encourage you all that are in that situation. Um, we are nearing the end of the show, um, and I appreciate everybody that's called. Um, we know that um, that uh, that uh, there's been a couple, as I'm looking at this, couple prayer requests for those in Afghanistan and the Christians there. So I think that's a good way for us to end the show. Is Lord, we come 
We ask that you be with uh, those in Afghanistan, so many people suffering right now, trying to get out. We pray pray for um, our citizens. We pray for our military. We pray for missionaries, for the Christians that are there. And they may not be Americans. Many Christians there that through the years, missionaries ministering to them that are uh, citizens of Afghanistan and the persecution that is at their doors. Lord, we pray for them. We pray for strength and endurance. We just pray for you working. And Lord, we don't, sometimes we don't know how to pray, but Lord, that you would intervene, that you would work, that you be with the Christians. And Lord, that um, there'd be, Lord, just you working to word, um, Lord, that um, you give them strength and endurance and protection. And Lord, um, we just pray for that situation. We also want to pray as there's been requests for those in Haiti, the earthquake as the tropical storm came, relief was hard to get. And um, But Lord, we thank you for those who are there helping, the Christian ministries that are there. We pray for those who are suffering. And Lord, once again, we pray for those in Tennessee that have lost loved ones and uh, the damage, the, the floodwaters. Lord, um, anyone who's going through difficulties and trials right now, we pray for your hand to be upon them and work. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Hey, thank you, everybody, for calling in. Lord willing, I'll be back here tomorrow at the same time for Calvary Live. So I, I'd love to talk with you and bless you at that time. In the meantime, keep in the Word, keep trusting the Lord, and have a great evening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.